Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Bitch Slop. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jettikin. And this is Melrose Place, Season 1, Episode 30. Carpe Diem. And it's the morning after... Yes. We've just witnessed Billy and Allison have their first kiss. And Billy's raring to go. He's like uh, on cloud nine. He's like, we're a couple now. He Who kiss he, all the time. This is, <laughs> yeah. Allison, you should know, whenever Billy meets a woman or kisses <laughs> a woman or invites them into his cab, yeah. that's his girlfriend now. Yeah. There's no taking it slow. There's no taking it slow with Billy Campbell. He's making breakfast. He's making a cheddar and scallion omelet a la Mm. Campbell. Okay. I don't trust this omelet. I don't trust anything a la Campbell. No. Because that's a piece of shit with a la Campbell attached to the name (laughs) to make it sound fancy. (laughs) I I don't believe that this is going to be a good omelet. Although cheddar and scallion could be a good omelet. No, I think... Done not by Billy. I think the ingredients are good. Yeah. I just think that it's probably rubbery. Look, I'm very particular about my eggs. Me too. So. Me too. Um, I'm not letting Billy Campbell serve I me eggs. I don't want to trust him. And Allison says, about last night, and he says, that's all I've been thinking about. She breaks the news to him that she wants to take it slow. And he's like, well, we've lived together for almost a year. Yeah. Slow. See, see that's the thing. In a real sexually chemistry relationship, they would both be on board with fucking nonstop. Like... Oh, they would have been like, I've been wanting to fuck you for the last nine months. (laughs) Yeah. You would be telling them of all the things you've thought of. Like when you were standing by the fridge with your shirt off, I just pompous grass in the background. (laughs) I just wanted to come and tickle you with that pompous grass. No, Allison wants to take it slow. This is the problem when you start dating your roommate because how can you take it slow? It's impossible. Uh, yeah. So they, they're going to have a date. A I'll real, pick you up at our place. <laughs> they're going to try and do a proper date. And Allison tells him that she just wants to keep their relationship private for now. That is smart. So at Jane and Michael's, Jane comes up from behind Michael while he's shaving again. This is like her signature move at this point. And it's kind of an interesting choice because it's sort of makes us feel like, why is she always bothering him? Right. He's just trying to shave and she's just always desperately there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, ooh, hi, Michael. It's Tomorrow's our two-year anniversary and she just wants to celebrate. Yeah. And she's trying to get him to assure her that he has work off so that they can have a nice anniversary dinner. Yes. And he's like, yeah, babe, we'll try and get get away from work. Ugh, it's so sad because Jane's very into anniversary. Ugh. I know? mean, didn't they celebrate their three-month anniversary yes. in L.A.? Yes. <laughs> she loves them. So at the hospital, Kimberly pulls up in the parking lot and Michael runs over to her because that's, that's who he cares about at this point. Yeah, you can, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Who is he running up to see? Who is he avoiding? He's the sink. <laughs> he's running away from Jane and into Kimberly's arms. He greets her and she tells him, I was having a sexy dream last night that I was wrapped in the arms of a passionate Italian. Kimberly wants to hang out tomorrow night, but 
Michael can't, and he's really bummed about this. He's like, I can't. It's my stupid fucking anniversary. Yeah, he hates this news. He's, he's like, they both finally have off together, and his fucking wife wants to go out for the anniversary. <laughs> she ruins everything. He's devastated. He's like, well, what about the next night? And she's like, I can't. And then Kimberly does a total heel turn from where she was on the beach the last time they yeah. were together. And she's like, I'm tired of sneaking around. And she says, I'm not some bimbo. I'm a doctor, which I feel like should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's insulting, Kimberly. Bimbos can be doctors. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like, this is the problem with these type of things. Usually like someone tries to be cool yeah. But their emotions get in the way. And it's like very few people who actually can be no strings, let's have an affair, and that's it. Yeah. I think that's a rare thing. And it's like you might think you're going to do that, and then you you change your mind. And that's what's going on with Kimberly. This is also like a whole other level of it's not just let's have a casual relationship with no strings attached. It's let's do something very dishonest and hurtful to someone else. Right, because it's not just an affair between two people that they want to keep secret. It's a an affair with a married a person. Affair. A cheating affair. Yeah. yeah. But Kimberly, I think at this point, definitely wants Michael to leave Jane. Yeah. Like she wants him. She doesn't want to she does she doesn't want to end the affair because she wants to end the affair. She wants him to divorce his wife and pick her. Yeah. Don't you think? Because yeah, I do. She uh, feels like they, I mean, this is a classic affair thing, right? We actually have something special. You made a mistake getting married. It wasn't the right person for you. And we found each other. Right. It's like this special love. Like that's a classic affair thing, right? To and, sort of justify what you're doing. And she probably thinks, see, we're both doctors. We get each other. Yeah. And he, Jane's a perfectly nice person. But she doesn't get no. Michael. She's no. not as... um She's not up to his intellectual level. No, and that's 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 there too. And yeah. I think Michael definitely he found that he found that appealing about Jane initially, I yeah. think, and yeah. now he doesn't. Right. Later, Billy and Allison get ready for their date. We get some very Saved by the Bell music. I literally wrote Saved by the Bell no, music. You did. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally wrote that. Cuz I was like, am I in a 50s diner? <laughs> All of a sudden, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like sort of fifties rock and roll, and he's like, putting his tie on. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I kept putting, and I'll say by the bell. Like it was just like, I was like, what the hell is this? It was so dumb. Um, if this weren't a major storyline, this was framed. Just this one scene was framed as the sitcom storyline. It was very out of place because I kept thinking, are we going to see? Um, some hijinks between both of them getting ready back and forth, but then it just ended That's after the thought. Billy segment. That's what I thought. It, it the way the scene started is, oh, it's going to be silly. It's we're going to see a montage of Billy trying on different outfits, and the outfits are going to range from normal at first to progressively weirder, and also just moments of them trying to get ready as if they're not living together for yes. their date. Yes. <laughs> And then it just drops. Like that's we, it. Like I wanted to see Allison accidentally walking in on Billy while he's taking a shit or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's trying to get to the bathroom to shower. Yeah, or put her makeup on or whatever. Um. Anyway, we get we get a little light conversation about that, but we don't get the montage that we deserve. No, we deserved <laughs> a montage of that. Um. This is a very funny conversation though, because Billy says something that I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, where did this come from? I was really taken aback by this. Um, Allison's telling Billy, she's like, I need to get in there and do my makeup. And he says to Allison, well, I think you look better natural. It tends to get a little thick when you go out. <laughs> I was like, bye, Billy. Bye. Like, this is where you dump someone. I'm sorry. Like, I would have been like the date's off. Also... Allison has never worn heavy makeup. Ever. Like, I've never seen her. It's like she might put some lipstick on and mascara. Like I, I just have never seen her in heavy makeup. I don't think anyone on that show wears heavy makeup. I think Joe is the only person who wears like eyeliner and like occasionally. And she well, she wears dark lipstick. Yes, but even she doesn't wear like a ton of makeup. 
It's just darker. It it just, but you would never say that of all people about Allison. No. And it's just a rude thing to say, period. A man should never comment on, it's like, it doesn't matter what you like. She does it for her. Yeah. Uh, No, it was out of nowhere too. It was so out of nowhere. Allison takes this in stride though. She goes down to the laundry room to get some jeans and she runs into Jane. And Jane, I had to write this down because she says something so odd. I was like, is she from Canada? Or <laughs> I was like, where's this actress from? Like, because she said, Michael and I are having our anniversary tomorrow. That's not how you phrase it. I had to <laughs> rewind it and write it down exactly. You don't are having our anniversary. You would say our anniversary is tomorrow. Or we're having our anniversary dinner. Tomorrow. Yeah. We are having our anniversary tomorrow. She's just so weird sometimes, Jane. Like Yeah, she's a total weirdo. Melon. Hey Melon. Melon just jumped on the table. Get out of here, you big cat. Get out of here. Oh, she's shit. resisting. He, <laughs> you can't push him. I'm not still. Oh my god, he's oh my god. Leave this in. So Obviously, this is very awkward for Allison to run into Jane, who she's been avoiding because she has this terrible secret weighing on her. She's already confronted Michael, and that went bad. Now she's running into Jane. Jane's going on and on about marriage, and she's talking about how she looks at older couples, and she's like, it's just amazing to see these old married couples and how they've stuck it out throughout the years. Yeah. Allison's really sweating. Yeah, because those are all conversations for Jane to have right now. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Um, so we go to Billy and Allison's date. and Bi- Bi- I would kill someone to take <laughs> me this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, it's not that it's not a nice date for certain people, but for me, I'd be like, you thought I would be into this? <laughs> it's like the idea... It's like a... Romantic date idea for someone who really doesn't get that people have specific wants and needs. Yeah. It's like, I saw this is a romantic date idea. Right. And it's like, yeah, but not everyone's into it. I'm not sitting on the ground listening to jazz. I'm sorry. They, Billy and Allison are in a park. You know that grass is wet. Yes. That is some wet grass. And you're trying to sit. It's and very uncomfortable. Your lower back is killing you. And you're hearing some Kenny G smooth jazz. It's the Kenny G... Jazz clarinet. What's it called? The alto clarinet? It's a soprano sax. Soprano sax. Yes. Okay. But it looks like a clarinet. Yeah, because it's that shape. That's right. The but sop- it's brass. Okay. Or it's, it's golden colored. It's a soprano sax. It is like... Yeah. And it's all white people sitting there. In the- <laughs> it is the lamest crowd. Yeah. And there's And there's only like 10 people there. It's not even that crowded. No one in Los Angeles wanted to be there. And Allison, see, this is what I would be doing. I'm sorry. You can judge me. But uh, clearly Allison is bored by this concert. So she just wants to gossip about Michael and Jane to Billy. Yeah. And Billy doesn't want to talk about them. I know. That's a red flag. Yeah. (laughs) It's like we have nothing in common. This is the moment where I was like, you know, Desi and I would be like the perfect couple if we, <laughs> if we were romantically and sexually attracted to each other because this is what I'm like. I know Desi would want to talk about. That's all Let's we would talk about. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here so we can talk about this. Let's get a slice of cake <laughs> so we can talk about this together. Because that, how can you talk about anything else? And I, Billy's annoyed, but Allison is distracted and he's kind of annoyed by that. But it's like, of course she's distracted. She just saw the, Greatest thing that's happened on the show so far. Right. (laughs) Everyone's doing their taxes and other boring shit. And she has a legit good storyline here. Right. (laughs) No one wants to talk about it. It's like this. And even her hookup with Billy pales in comparison to this storyline. And it's like no one wants to talk. She has no one to talk to about it. The worst feeling in the world. I mean... Really? Like, is Matt in Palm Springs? Where is he? Part of having good gossip is the moment when you tell someone. (laughs) She hasn't been able to have that satisfying moment yet. It's true. Matt and Rhonda would be all over this shit. Yeah. We would be having, like, a whiteboard (laughs) with 
plans and like they would be going through other things that happened in the past that now are suspicious. Right. Like that's what you need. And they'd be like, remember when Kimberly came over for Thanksgiving? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And, and she kind of sat like she, she kind of sat really close to <laughs> yeah. Michael. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Yes. That's what you need. And she, poor, poor Allison. She really does get nothing. <laughs> Allison has no gay friends. No. And even Matt doesn't really like her that much. <laughs> they never hang out. They don't We've hang out. We've never seen an Allison Matt scene, but have if we? Allison made some effort, she could be friends with Matt because Matt gives anyone a chance. Also, she needs someone like Matt. Yes. Because he would make her f- more fun. And he's also sensitive enough to, he loves to listen to people complain. Yeah. He and does. give good advice. So he's an <laughs> ideal friend for Allison. It's crazy. She's like sleeping on Matt. I think so. What a travesty. Uh, Billy gets angry that she's taken out or that she doesn't want to like pay attention to this sick jazz music. And he thinks that she's making excuses not to sleep with him because she's not taught. I don't know what he wants them to talk about, like sex. Also, that's a bad sign if you're already thinking that or you're feeling that. Um, And so... She is outraged that he would say that. And she's like, thank you, Billy, for taking all the romance out of this entire evening. Mm. And they both just get up and leave. They pack up their little blanket. <laughs> their little picnic. With their wet asses. Yeah. And, and they get their soggy asses back in the cab. <laughs> and their and sore wrists. Back to Melrose with the sore wrists. <laughs> I just feel uh, it. Whenever, I hate sitting on the ground. The wrist gets, my wrist hurts thinking about it. Because you can't get comfortable, ever. but you constantly try. Yeah. And you think you have something, but then you have to shift again 30 seconds later. Because it hurts. Yeah. You're like, oh, this might work. No. And then you're like, no, I need a fucking bed or chair. And there's that one ass bone that is just bruised. I can't, I don't get why people enjoy that. My body was just not made for it. No. I can't. Anyway, this is a good place to take a break. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The next day, Allison goes into Billy's room, and they've made up. Yeah. Like they, even though like they had a pretty, it seemed like a bad end to the date, but like they seem pretty okay with each other at this point. And they both admit to each other that they had sex dreams in the grossest possible way. In the most disgusting way. Allison's like, you mean rocks crashing on waves? Waves crashing on rocks. Waves crashing on rocks. Intense dreams of waves crashing on rocks. And he he said something even grosser. And he's like, and flowers opening in a storm. Oh, I was like, what? What even is that? They both had horny dreams. And they agree that they're going to do take two of their first date. They're going to do something about these dreams. And they're going to do something about the dreams. Yeah. Because now they're like, we got to fuck. We're going to fuck. Just do it now. This is so irritating to me because I was like, how do you keep... It's like, this is worse than Joe and Jake. Yeah. Like, keep building up the pressure. Yeah. Where it's not a good pressure. It's like, it's making things even more awkward. It would have been hot if they had just done it then. Yeah. And it wasn't like planned. Exactly. Billy should have been like, get in here right now. Like, what is this, prom night? Yeah, it's so awful. So Joe got a job. Yes. She's on the beach 
and she is doing a photo shoot with several models in their underwear. And this is the lamest set I've ever seen. It is, someone has put a four-poster queen-size bed (laughs) on the beach, on the sand, with a nightstand and table and like a lamp. It's like a bedroom setup on the sand. And I will say that this image or one of these images is the thumbnail for this episode. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this episode about? Because <laughs> that's what I, all I see is this bed with sexy women. I was like, is this like a dream someone has? Like yeah. I couldn't figure out what the hell this thumbnail was. I, I don't know why I thought this. Maybe this is a different model at some point in the show, but I, for some reason felt like either it's this model or a different model later down the line where there's a weird storyline with them. This actress is very familiar to me. I yeah. think she's been in a lot of things in the 90s. There is there is at one point, I do feel like a storyline with Joe and a model. Not a romantic yes. thing, but just some drama. Um, and by the way, so this she, Joe is shooting this model. We've talked about Joe's shooting style where she's like, ooh, yeah, sexy, you look hot. Every like, And then we're seeing the model modeling and then there's like a snap where we, we get like a... Freeze frame. freeze frame of the model. Every time we see a freeze frame, the picture is sucks and blurry. Is blurry. It's not a picture that would be used because she's not looking at the camera or she looks weird. And it doesn't look editorial. No, it's just like that's supposed to be the great images we're seeing. These freeze frames and they suck ass. Why did why they did do they do that? Why it looks like shit. It was crazy. Uh, why can't we at least see some of the afters of these? That's what those freeze frames should have been. Yeah. Because they picked those freeze frames, but it's almost like they just stopped the film at where, wherever it was. I mean, it looked like, like crazy. crap. It looked like utter crap. Yeah. So they're having a little sassy banter. And this model, who's very sassy, like she invites Joe to come out and party. Yeah, she loves Joe. She loves Joe. At the hospital, Kimberly apologizes to Michael for getting so upset. And Michael's like, I've been thinking about you all day. Yeah. And he says, he's like, I got to find, this is so diabolical. He says, I got to find a way to see you. How about when I'm at my anniversary dinner tonight, (laughs) you page me and I'll tell Jane it's an emergency and I have to go. He can't even give Jane one fucking dinner. (laughs) One dinner. What? That is crazy because it's like, yeah, it's nice to hang out outside of the hospital, but you guys fuck each other at the hospital all the time, probably yeah. in the elevator, wherever. You can't give Jane one fucking night, yeah. one, not even a night, a dinner, a dinner. He can't even give her a dinner, a dinner. He could get a beep while he's trying to fuck her later and then right. he can leave. Like, right. Not even like through the dinner. No, because he wants to save his nut for Kimberly. And Jane is, looks, oh, sorry, we're not there yet. But Kim- yeah, it's like. Yeah. Um, diabolical. At D&D, Amanda has kicked Allison out of a team meeting and Allison's complaining about it. Yes. This is like, like Amanda, what she's doing to Allison is sort of like death by a thousand cuts. Right, because Allison, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this since she's gone back to D&D. She acts like she is entitled to all this stuff. And it's like, you left and you were lucky to get your job back. And you're still, it's like, she, she's like, she treats Amanda like her, like they're friends. Like that's her boss. That's her boss. It's crazy to me that she thinks she can get away with this. Right. Even Even if it sucks. Even though Amanda is an asshole, it is funny to see Allison be so entitled. Yeah, no one would do this at a job. It's like, quit if it's that bad. Yeah. It and sucks. I, and I, I get that it sucks. And it feels like Amanda wants Allison to quit or go insane. Yes, absolutely. Because that's why she just finds new ways to sort of needle at her but every day. But Allison should play it cool and be like, okay, no problem, Amanda. She's, do you know what I mean? Like, she's so reactive. Yeah, she and, can't play it cool. And that's what Amanda wants. Yes. Lucy calls the girls into her office and she yells at Allison for challenging Amanda in front of the whole office. She's like, she's your boss. Yeah. And she's right. She puts Allison in her place and she's like, now, that being said, I'm planning a retreat this weekend in Palm Springs and both of you have to go. And Allison says, 
This was great. Allison says, well, well, Billy and I, and Lucy just gives her the death stare because Lucy's heard this before. What, the fact that Allison would say, <laughs> well, Billy and I have a, our plan to fuck tonight <laughs> after what has gone on in the past is insane to me. It's outrageous. The fact that she tries to bail for a guy again. <laughs> Lucy is just, no. Lucy's a saint. Yeah. She is the most patient woman <laughs> I couldn't believe her. That, you think that maybe you in the person you say, okay, great. I'm looking forward to it. And then, then you call Billy and, and deal you, with and it. And you bitch about it. Yeah. You bitch about it to him. At shooters, Joe's hanging out with the models from the shoot. And Jake shows up and they're all like, ooh, this guy's nice, hot. Nice, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Nice job, Joe. And Joe's smoking a cigarette, and you know Jake's the type of guy to be real fucking moral about right. moralistic about cigarettes because his mom smoked or something. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing too, because it's like Jake is like what twenty? He's supposed to be like twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. Well, he acts like he is thirty four, and the <laughs> models are all twenty twenty four. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're the same age as them. They're all the same age. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Whoa, Joe, you're smoking." And she's like, "Yeah, I do sometimes." Yeah, of course she does. She's from New York. You wouldn't get it. Joe tells Jake that they're all going to go out to a place called the Black Hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metal club. <laughs> uh, and and. But Jake can't go. He's got work shit to do. Uh, we get to Montezino's restaurant where Jane and Michael are having their anniversary dinner. Yes. And they toast to a beautiful marriage. And Michael is performative as the best husband ever. Yeah. He's all like smiles. He's waiting for that beep. Yeah. <laughs> But until that beep happens, he is husband of the year. Yep. And the waiter comes by and asks if they want dessert. And Jane says no. And Michael is like, come on, honey. I got mad. I got mad at Jane. <laughs> Even Because she's like, hmm, I'll just have coffee. It's like, God damn, you fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> your husband's having an affair and you're not even going to have fucking dessert because you're watching your waistline or something. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. You're fucking... Thin as hell. Like, have a fucking tiramisu. Even though I will say the dessert options didn't sound that great to me. There was only two. I'd still have I'd, I'd pick still the best one. one. <laughs> you pick the best one. I always get dessert. <laughs> Look, I taste it. I don't have to eat it. Right. I want something sweet. I got mad. Uh, he convinces her to get dessert, though. And she tells him... That she's been feeling down lately and that she misses him. And right as she's like starts talking about this, the beeper goes off. And any person with a heart would have put turned it off and put it back in their pocket. And said, tell me why you feel so lonely. <laughs> yeah. Instead, Michael says, oh, I'm really sorry, Jane. I got to go. Saved by the bell. <laughs> Saved so, by the beep. <laughs> and so she's left. Uh, did he pay for this meal? We don't know. Because she's like, check, please. I don't think she even got the dessert at this point. No. No, she's like, we're out. Allison apologizes to Billy for breaking their date because she has to go to Palm Springs. They're all leaving on like a sprinter van in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're absconding to Palm no Springs. Idea. Yeah. Why is this retreat leaving at 10 at night? Very weird. But um, Billy's very understanding. He's very understanding. She runs into Jane on her way out. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Jane does have finally a cute dress on. Yeah. For her anniversary date. The date, the dress was really cute. It was for Jane. For Jane. It was like a, I mean, she's had some cute outfits and some really bad ones. It was like a short little, I would have liked this dress it was for a, sure. It had a lace top, like a long sleeve lace top with a deep V. And the lace was over like a reddish or a dark something. It was like a nude. Yeah. I thought it was like a nude. I could be wrong. I can't remember, but it had the black lace overlay kind of. Yes. Yeah. With, I just thought it was cute. With a little floofy skirt. Yes. It was I, short too. It was very cute. So Allison runs into Jane in the courtyard and she tells Allison Michael got called into the hospital again and Allison's like, ugh. He did not get called into the hospital again. Jane, you're deluding yourself. She doesn't say that out loud, but she... Right, because Jane's like, I'm just being paranoid. 
Yeah. Like she kind of, and Al, so that makes it harder for Allison because she knows now Jane is being gaslit, right? Yeah. Jane's blaming herself. Yeah. Uh, she's seen this woman spiral and she has to, she realizes that it's this moment she needs to like tell her friend the truth. And it's the perfect moment because she can't stay long. <laughs> she can just drop this awful news on Jane and then get on the Sprinter van. Yeah. Right? With with Heather Gay. Like would I I would never be able to do that yeah. in that moment as as much as I needed to because I knew I would be leaving or I'm on my way out. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why this moment, Allison? Oh, by the way, yeah. I have I have to leave, but let me tell you this explosive information. But anyway, I'll talk more when I get back to Palm Springs. I'm sorry. I can't be there for you. I'm sorry about your husband. So she says to Jane, uh, I have to tell you something. I saw your husband, or I saw Michael in the hospital parking lot all over this woman, all over Kimberly. And she, do- I found it interesting because she doesn't say they were kissing. She says they were hugging intensely. But they were kissing. They were kissing. Because <laughs> I remember Michael looking at her and Kimberly was kissing his mouth and he hate- or like down his neck or whatever. I feel like Allison pussied out and was trying to downplay it. Yeah, because it's like, maybe I'm wrong, right? Yeah. She wants to leave herself an option. Like, I'm just telling you, but I might have misseen something. I think that's what it was she she was doing. Jane doesn't believe this, and she actually gets mad at Allison. She's, I've never seen Jane more pissed. She says, I have never heard such crap in my life. Not <laughs> for Jane. That's like... Us saying a million curse words. Yeah. <laughs> crap. <laughs> Jane's had crap. That is level she, 11 for her. She was shaking. Yeah. Um, she then, Allison gives Jane a card. She's like, here's where I'll be staying if you want to talk. <laughs> that was like so Like she's weird. a therapist. Yeah. Here's what? my card. <laughs> Why did she do this? Because I think it's before cell phones, maybe. No, but I just, I, know, I but don't mean that, but why was she like, I got, like, again. Here's my like, card. I gotta go. But that's why, I mean, that goes back to me saying it's a weird time that's to tell her. Saying. Yeah, why would Here's she my do card. this? It's, Al- it's classic Allison, though. Doing the doing it the worst possible way in the most clumsy and, like, ham-handed, ham-fisted way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, And like wussy. This should be like taking Jane aside privately for a conversation and you have a plan after she gets the news, right? Yeah. Look, I know you're mad at me right now, but I'm here for you if you need to talk or any help you need. Right. I get that I'm going to be the fucking villain for this. Right. And you're always going to think about me when you think about your husband cheating. Yeah. But it's like I had no choice because I couldn't fucking handle seeing you be gaslit or whatever. Yeah. So Jane tells Allison, get out of here. And Allison was like, well, I am on my way. (laughs) Like the Sprinter van is here. I have to go to Palm Springs. In Palm Springs, Allison and Amanda check into their room, and they're already squabbling. Of course, Lucy has put them together. They're bunking together. This conversation in the bedroom is just incredible. Because they're both over it. They're so over it, and now they don't even have to like pretend at all to be civil because they're alone in a hotel room. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm laughing at my notes. Al, I am too. Allison's complaining about having to room with with her, and Amanda says, "What do you have to complain about? You're lucky enough to be here." <laughs> it's true because this is an executive retreat. It's an executive <laughs> retreat, and then and then Allison tries to dunk on. Amanda and fails spectacularly, but she tries. She goes, Oh my God, look how many clothes you packed. What are you staying for a month? And Allison, Amanda, <laughs> Amanda says back to Allison, Well, you do have a flair for making one outfit work three different ways. <laughs> I don't have the talent that you do for making one outfit work three different ways. That is. That cut Allison to the bone. I could have never recovered from a burn like that. I would just collapse into a pile on the floor. That is so, such a deep cut. Like It's so specific. It's very specific, and it's 
it's it's like exactly who Allison is. And it's also something that Allison would think about a lot later. Oh yeah, because because, because it's not on its face outrageously rude. It's just it really gets under the skin where you're questioning everything you've ever worn in your life. Right, because Allison is for sure the person who like bought that dress that you could the scarf that you could wear a hundred ways. <laughs> yes. Do you know that dress? It's functional. It's you could wear it a hundred different ways. With the straps. Yeah. The yeah. different things, different ways of putting it. She's like, that's practical. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have to put together a lot of outfits for work. So I need to change them up. One day I wear the yellow suit with a little scarf. One day I wear it with a teal, you know, tank top underneath. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They agree to be peaceful for the weekend, but not in, but not before Amanda gets one final cutting barb in. Ugh. And this is the best one. As Amanda is putting away her stuff in the closet, she tells Allison, feel free to borrow whatever you can squeeze into. <laughs> <laughs> There's just the way she delivers these light as air little comments. Because like- it's so... It's so just, yeah, I can't even describe it. Well, it's like, even though Allison is incredibly thin, yeah, uh, she's the type of person who will still feel bad from this kind of comment. Do you know what I mean? She'll be like, am I gaining weight? Or like, whatever, she'll take it to heart. If anybody said that, it would be awful. It's just the way that Amanda delivers it that's so devastating. Because she does it like a friendly thing. It's like a matter of fact the way she says it. Yeah. Yeah, and the, it's her delivery. Yeah, the delivery is it's, is awful. Um, I mean, wonderful, <laughs> awful. Wonderful for us to witness, but awful if you're on the receiving end. Jane, meanwhile, has waited up all night in bed for Michael. She's sitting there in her her white, blousey, Eileen West nighty with her wrought iron headboard. Yes. And she's waiting for Michael to come home at six in the morning. He finally crawls in and he's like, oh, what are you doing up? And she's like, I couldn't sleep. He's like, sorry, I was on call. And she goes, seems like you've been on call a lot lately. And then she just point blank asks him, Michael, are you having an affair? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then she confronts him about the sand that she found in his shoes. And he's like, uh, probably because I went to the beach on my lunch break. Yeah. Just an hour drive in <laughs> traffic. <laughs> From, because like, presumably he works at Cedars, right? Yeah, I know it's I'm called guessing. something different in the show. Right. But like mid city ish. Yeah. Right. Or West Hollywood. West Hollywood. Maybe. Yeah. And then she says, well, I heard that you, she confronts him about hugging Kimberly. And he's like, or he's like, oh, I know. Allison, Allison told you. Right. He tries to cut cut off her evidence by acting like he's saying it first. So how could it possibly be bad? Yeah. Like he's he's trying to get ahead of the story. Yeah. And he's like, Kimberly was having a bad day. I was comforting her. She lost f- a patient. Fucking Allison made this big deal about it. He really throws Allison under the bus. He's yeah. Like, that bitch. She has no life. Yeah. That's what she's trying to... And he also brings up Keith. Yeah. He's like, she's the one who dated a married guy. Like... And then he says, what kind of friend would break up a marriage? Yeah. He's... She's trying to hurt you because she's unhappy. And then he says, she's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's she's disgusting. Allison is... (laughs) Poor Allison. She's just getting sliced and diced from left and... Of all... Every direction. But Michael, once again, (laughs) knows she's right and has no fucking qualms about saying such mean things about her that she is disgusting. (laughs) That is crazy, like, mean to me. (laughs) I don't know why. The choice of the word disgusting is just so over the top to me. He's repulsed by her. She's disgusting. (laughs) He has no problem throwing Allison under the bus and, and potentially making Jane think less of Allison for the rest of her life. Right. And Jane is kind of like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, why would she do this? It's like, yeah, Jane, why would she do this? Right. There's no benefit for Allison. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Um, and then he's like, come on, sweetie, I'd no- never do anything to hurt you. Just unrepentant. <laughs> At the retreat, Lucy gives a welcome speech to everybody. I don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. The, that's the thing. They know we're all dumb and we're like, oh, it's a rich business thing. We don't fucking know what those are. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have those jobs. We're not going to ask questions. Allison's wearing a cream-colored crocheted cardigan and a collared blouse underneath. Amanda is really funny in this scene. She's like talking while Lucy's like giving this speech. <laughs> She's, she goes, this is so stupid. I'm going to grab some sun while I have the chance. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> and then Allison is following Amanda and she starts mimicking Amanda. She's like, she's mimicking the way Amanda talks. She, yeah. She's, it, she's doing an impression of how Amanda speaks to her. Right. And it's very funny. And she, <laughs> and she brings up the... Oh, Allison, you're doing such a slipshot work. And it's she also so says, sloppy. She also says, where'd you get those shoes from Barbara Bush? Yeah. Very 90s yeah. reference. <laughs> I was I, like, I love the idea that Amanda did say her shoes were from like the Barbara Bush shoe line. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I they were sensible pumps. I, I believe, I believe that. Also... I have a lot. I have a note later on about Allison's sensible pumps. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I think I wrote the same thing. That is insane. We'll get to it later. At the end of the day, many things that does does Amanda say a lot of cruel things to Allison? Yes, but are eighty percent of those things true? Also, yes. Yes, but we just don't normally point out everyone's flaws constantly. (laughs) That's how we have a civil society. Then Billy comes up again. And Alice, Amanda accuses Allison of using Keith to make Billy jealous. And she's like, I just don't trust you, Allison. Now, Amanda makes, I thought, a pretty good point here. And it does work on Allison. It's the first thing that's worked in a long time. Yeah. Because she clocks the fact that Allison didn't want them to be together and did do things to kind of ruin their relationship. Yeah. I mean, it would have ended no matter what, for sure. But Allison, it, it works on Allison because Allison knows deep down it was kind of true. Because Allison, unlike Amanda, her shell is so much thinner and she has so much more of a conscience than Amanda. Like right. she actually does care about hurting people. And she she hears what Amanda says and she's like, I did do that. And Amanda seems believable because Allison has that guilt. Yes. So I don't know that Amanda is telling the truth either. (laughs) Right. But she was able to finally get that thing that made um, Allison be on her side for once. Once again, bringing up Keith, that's her Achilles heel. Yeah. People are always going to point to Keith like, you dated Keith? Oh, yeah. Anytime (laughs) she criticizes you, you can be like, oh, really? You think I'm going to listen to someone who dated Keith? (laughs) Uh, No, thanks. (laughs) Maybe you should work on your own issues. (laughs) The marine biologist, yeah. Keith. Mm. Billy and Jake are playing soccer, or they did play soccer because we see Billy. Jake is wearing like jeans and a t shirt, and Billy's in like a full on soccer uniform. He's wearing right. like shin guards. They always have to remind us that Andrew's shoe is a soccer player. <laughs> yeah. So, any chance he has to do that little backflip kick yeah. on a ball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any chance he gets to kick the soccer ball with his calf? Yeah. <laughs> Up, where you turn your calf to the side, yeah. you do a little. It's like you do a little, bevel. and then you catch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just easy peasy. Anytime you can headbutt that ball. Yeah. He's like, I actually have the soccer uniform. I'll just wear it to the set. They're like, guys, Billy wants to. Billy wants to work soccer into the script yeah. again. So they're. Like at this field where everyone's playing soccer there, apparently. Yeah, very typical LA day. <laughs> everyone's in the field playing soccer. Where even is this? I have no where idea. Where was this? It's no, I this have no idea. This was like in Simi Valley. This I know. Like, I'm like, what park? <laughs> Griffith Park somewhere? I no, no, it idea. wasn't. No, it's like a wide open. Um, so what are they doing? Oh, they're talking about the date. And Billy tells Jake that they did not sleep together. 
But now he's worried that Allison will get over it while she's in Palm Springs. Right. And Jake encourages Billy to go go down there. Stupid. This is a terrible idea. Why would you encourage someone to go to a work thing? It's just stupid. Yeah. She's coming back. And Billy informs us that he gave away his cab. He doesn't have the cab anymore. So that means he has no car. (laughs) (laughs) Allison, your new boyfriend doesn't have a car. He can't even borrow Betsy. Like, (laughs) yeah, she she won't make it to Palm Springs. No, Betsy won't make it. Um, He asks Jake if he can borrow his bike. This is the first time we've ever heard of Billy knowing how to ride a motorcycle. Right. You don't just pick up a bike and start riding. You have to have a license. Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't know how to, even (laughs) even without a license, even if I was doing it illegally, I wouldn't know what to do. No. Um, Jake offers to loan him a bike from his shop. Yeah. Enabling him, Jake. Seriously. That night... Allison approaches Amanda at their little work cocktail party and she apologizes and is like, can we just be friends? Yeah, they're going to start fresh again. Again. This is like the fifth time. (laughs) They both decide that they're going to leave Billy out of the weekend. And just hang out. Yeah. Billy pulls up to this resort on a bike and he goes into the hotel and asks the front desk for Allison and the front desk clerk is like, oh, she must be at the cocktail party they're having. And so he, instead of, like, you already went, why was he doing this? Why did he do this? Why didn't he just go into the mixer? I guess the lady was like, oh, it's it's a cocktail attire. And he's like, well, I'm wearing my motorcycle jacket. Why well, does yeah, and because we had to have this moment where we knew some hijinks would happen. It's just stupid. Palm Springs is a two-hour drive. Why is he like, oh, I'm just going to, pop by and leave her a note. He, because he wasn't leaving her a note. He was asking them to give her a note in the cocktail party to come outside and meet him. Oh, right. Okay. This is is the stupid thing. Okay. I forgot. He's like, here's the note. Just give it to the beautiful blonde girl inside. So So we're all like, uh, well, we know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Cause they're going to see Amanda, a a legitimate (laughs) beautiful blonde. Girl. Like, why would you say that? There could be multiple beautiful blonde girls or like, what's your opinion of what beautiful, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just such a, it's like a sitcom thing. We know what's going to happen. The waiter who is tasked with giving the note to the beautiful blonde gives it to Amanda and is yeah. like, are you Allison Parker? And she's like, mm, no, but I know her. But He's I'll like, read the note. <laughs> I'll give it to I'll give the note to her and of course she's not going to give the note to Allison right cuz she sees it's from Billy and she reads it and it says I'm in the lobby I couldn't wait Billy and it's also very interesting to see Billy's handwriting it's, This is not his handwriting <laughs> I know. it's in cursive It was like so over the it looked like a child trying to write fancy or something It looks like a grandma's handwriting Yeah it was not like what Billy's handwriting would be Amanda finds Billy in the lobby and tells him, Allison got your note, and she wants you to know that this is a business trip. She can't see you. Like, first of all, the fact that Billy buys Allison wouldn't come out and be like, Billy, you can't be here. Right. Like, that's what Allison would have done. Yeah. She would not have sent Amanda. No. This whole thing is stupid. And then he, and then Amanda tells Billy, oh, and just for your information, Allison's on probation at work. Yeah, so... She's in trouble. Yeah, Don't fuck with it. Later, Joe goes over to Jake's and she tells him that she got a new job shooting this model, Karen, again. And it's going to be her big break. Jake isn't that excited. See, this is where they didn't develop this story enough. No, because it just seems annoying and Jake seems like a weird asshole. Yeah, Jake is a fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Because there was nothing that indicated that Karen was a bad person. Or anything to indicate that they're just in a different circle than him. No. Do you know what I mean? They were, they were nice to him. They didn't seem particularly that different than anyone at Melrose Place. Or snobby. They weren't like 
doing lines at shooters. Like there was nothing about them that set off any red flags in my opinion. No. And this isn't like the eighth night Joe has gone out with them. There was nothing like, no, he is like, I'm just not a huge fan of the people you work with. I think you act different around them. Again, Joe was not acting different around them. No. It was very Joe. And this would this would have been very easy to illustrate if this was Melon. the storyline they wanted to do. All they would have had to do would be to show Karen doing a bump. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just show her doing a bump and then show Joe, Joe, Jake looking on disapprovingly. Yeah. But instead, he's like, I don't like these this crowd you're hanging out with. And she's like, I think it hurts your ego to see me succeed. And she's like, I'm going out with Karen. Yeah. Jane comes home and Michael isn't there. So she calls the hospital front desk and they're like, he's on break. And then Jane gets the idea. She's like, well, do you have Dr. Kimberly Shaw's address? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the nurse is like, um, we're not supposed to give that information out, right? And, uh, which is, yeah, obviously. Yeah, duh. And she's like, I can page him. And Jane's like, it's an emergency, a family emergency. And then the nurse is like, oh, well, why didn't you say so? That's, a family emergency. <laughs> that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> Absolutely. This is insane that they gave Jane the address. Also, she's like, this is Michael, Man- you know, Michael Mancini's wife. But it's like, well, how do they know? Right. It could be anyone calling. Anybody. It's crazy. Amanda and Allison are actually having a good time, finally, at this mixer. They're having some laughs. Yeah. And then Lucy comes up, and she's lost her voice. This is also weird. This whole whole bit is stupid as hell as well. Because Lucy needs her cough drops, which happen to be in her car. But she can't go out and get them. Allison has to go fetch them for her. And she doesn't even want Allison to do it. Allison insists. (laughs) (laughs) Just such a weird storyline. And if I was Amanda, I would be like, I'll get them. Because I would want Allison to stay. Do you know what I mean? And not go anywhere near the parking lot where Billy could be. Yeah, I would want her to stay inside the party. Right. Because Billy is in the parking lot trying to start the bike. Because he doesn't course, know how. <laughs> He's doing that thing where you hit the kick thing. Yeah. And he, <laughs> it's just and like... And so the valet has to help him. Of course. The, and, the, and it happens in one second. Yeah. The like brawny valet guy. Allison approaches right before Billy takes off. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, Amanda. Oh, man. How could I be so stupid? This guy. That's how that sentence goes. Yeah. He, he realizes it immediately. It's like, how do you not realize this yet with Amanda? And he's, he tells Allison, I'm going to check into a hotel room, and then after the party, you can join me. Yeah, they're going to do it. They're finally going to do it. Ugh. Next, Jane has arrived at Kimberly's apartment building, mm. and she is walking down the halls, My heart's pounding. Yeah. She knocks on the door and Kimberly answers and she says, is my husband here? And Kimberly goes, uh, no, maybe he's just at that awful coffee shop he likes to go to. Just then, Michael emerges (laughs) in a towel and he goes, uh, Kimberly, do you have any of that antiperspirant that doesn't smell like perfume? And he walks right up to the door. He walks right up to the door. And this was like, after she said the diner, Jane, had, Jane was immediately like, oh, okay, sorry for bothering you. And that, right, yeah. like, right then Michael walks in and blows the whole fucking thing because Kimberly almost got away with it. She almost right? got away with it. And, and once again, Michael in this moment isn't nearly as fucking scared, <laughs> I feel like, as he should be. No. <laughs> He, he sees Jane and Jane sees him and she's like, <gasps> and she, and she says, that's all I needed to know. And then she runs away, her little Wilson Phillips haircut swaying in the breeze. Yeah. And Michael starts to, <laughs> this is like the most half-assed attempt to get your wife. <laughs> he like runs a few steps in his towel and he's yeah. like, Jane, Jane. And then he's like, oh, fuck it. And he goes back to Kimberly. Yeah. He gives up. 
Like I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he walked up in his towel and sees Jane. He's like, and he said something like, "Hey, Jane, wh- what's up?" <laughs> Kimberly said I could take a shower here on my break because the hospital one was broken. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Have some lie like this is perfectly normal. Yeah, <laughs> Jane, we do this all the time. We're doctors. Yeah. Um, at the hotel, Allison goes to her room and finds a single pink rose on the bed. Billy's like, I splurged on a nice room. I was sick the moment this scene started. (laughs) This was one of the grossest things I've ever watched. I hated it. And this went on for like 10 minutes. I wrote at the end, this scene is way too long. (laughs) Just give me some hints that something happened. So let me see them wake up the next morning. This was like a music video. I know. I was like, is Lady in Red going to play? It It seemed like Lady in Red should play. It should have been playing. (laughs) It was so long. They start kissing and they spend the next several minutes like taking each other's clothes off. And we just get shadowy images of them unbuttoning things. The music is a song, but I I tried to Shazam it and it wasn't popping up. It's just like an old R&B song. And it was called something with love, everlasting love. I don't even remember it was what really it was. Bad. It was I'm, a bad version of I, whatever. I don't even remember what it was. But all I remember is like the shots of Billy's chest, Allison's back. Yeah, the back as, one. As he's unzipping her dress. Extended shots of them making out, like a close-up of their lips. Yes. And it just tongues everywhere. And the other thing that they lingered on for a very long time was Allison removing her sensible heels now here's the funny thing about this we get because these are clips we're snipping through different body parts we get it her taking off a sensible pump then we get some other clips then we get a shot of her taking off the others (laughs) (laughs) they went back to it i was like i just need that one time we just need to see that she and i was like honestly i don't even know that that's the other foot you could have put two of the same i think it was the same foot i think it was the same foot too i think it was the same foot because it was the exact same shot yeah it was crazy i was laughing because i was like those shoes are not sexy guys they were trying to be really artistic with this because it also had like a bluish tint it was blue it. it was blue and it was trying to be really sexy and like erotic and it was just really uncomfortable honestly like if this was a sketch that sensible pump (laughs) moment would have been like the high camp (laughs) laugh moment of the thing yeah because it was like they were trying to be very sexy and then you just see these these clod hopper pumps (laughs) (laughs) from like stride right or something (laughs) like i can't remember the brand yeah but it was just like looks like a pump feels like a sneaker it was like that shoe do you remember looks like a pump feels like a sneaker what was that shoe baby what was that shoe he always sings it looks like a pump feel that that is that exact shoe Looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker, but it, but it's not that nice of a pump either. Oh my god, what was the name of it? What was the name of that shoe? I can't what remember. What was the name of that shoe? Looks like, like a pump, pump. and you just repeat like it. A sneaker. Looks like, Looks a, like pump. a pump, feels That's like a sneaker. That's the thing, Allison. Uh, saw it. Feels like a sneaker. Hold on, Alice. That is that <laughs> that ad was made for Allison. Totally. That is looks like, like a pump. She's the target demographic of that brand, whatever that looks was. Like a sneaker feels like a pump. No, feels like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. <laughs> looks Where like is a that pump. brand. Looks like a pump. Feels <laughs> like a sneaker. <laughs> looks like a pump. Why, why aren't they giving me the fucking name of the shoe? It's like all these people trying to be funny. No, I need to know what that freaking brand was. It wasn't um, stride right, but it was similar. It's some kind of oh my god! I, this is like the most annoying search. I've watched this commercial on YouTube before. Oh, totally. I feel like I remember talking to you about it. It's that exact um, shoe, but that's what was so funny about um, Easy Spirit. Easy Spirit, yes. Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Spirit. I got an easy spirit. Hold on. And it's a bunch of women running upstairs in the pump. (laughs) I mean, this is the heyday of business women 
bringing sneakers with them and changing into sneakers after work. Yeah. Taking their pumps off because I was in New York at the time uh, and I would see women do that. They'd have their business suit on and their pantyhose with sneakers <laughs> sneakers on in the subway or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess this this brand was like, well, why take your sneaker your shoes off to put sneakers on? These already feel like sneakers. And they're pumps. Yeah. But it looks so, like a best pump. of both worlds. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they were best of neither. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, yeah. That's the episode. We'll be back next week for the final two episodes of season one. Yeah. Already. Oh boy. Mm, we're what, getting there. What a ride, Desi. Yes. I can't wait to talk about those episodes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.